Hello, welcome back. Episode 4. Here we are. The Swishes Hits and Kicks Podcast, baby. I thought I'd add a little more flavor to the beginning. A little bit of orange, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of whip. Yeah. Um, just kidding. Totally messing around. What's up? It is episode four. I am recording on a Friday afternoon. Um, work week's over, but it's not really over, right? There's always things to do. Um, this episode will be dropping tomorrow on the 24th. And man, heck of a week, right? Um, a lot of things going on, right? Um, just putting out some more content, right? Putting up a lot of shorts, making a lot of posts. <clears throat> Still have a cough. Weird, right? Like maybe that's my ongoing thing with this show is that um, I never, I never stop coughing. You know, twenty years later, <coughs> you know what I mean. I'm still here, but I'm still hacking it up. Um, but that's good thing, bad thing. That's an up to you thing. But yeah, uh, we're just vibing this episode, right? We're vibing out, <coughs> and I've been thinking about it. I'm not really going to go into, like, context of, oh, I'm talking about this sport and that sport and jam sport. Heck of a backpack back in the day. You was it if you had a jam sport backpack. Nowadays, it looks like it's whatever. is I don't know, couscous. Who knows, right? But think about it, and I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to talk about some good vibes and some bad vibes. I won't even say bad vibes, but, like, downer vibes, right? Vibes, like, like, just bring everyone down, bring everyone's vibe down, right, when certain topics in sports, but let's start off on this good vibe, and last night, as I said, I'm recording on a Friday, last night, crazy, you know, the NBA's back, right, um, all-star all breaks over, you know, the had their time off, first game's back yesterday, you know, some, you know, LeBron didn't play against the Warriors, uh, but the Kings, Sacramento Kings, I told you all, that's my team. They got that dub, right? And it was a tough game, you know, against the San Antonio Spurs. You know, the Spurs came on late. And the Kings held on, though. 127, 122. Uh, man, uh, watching the game <laughs> in bed. Wife's asleep, basically, kind of. Uh, Deer Fox, though, man, stepped it up. The threes, the jumper, um, some defense, right? You know, he stepped it up for the Kings. And the Kings needed that win. That's a win that I feel like is going to help on their push to the playoffs, you know, when, <clears throat> excuse me, things kick into gear, you know, especially once they're hitting April, you know, things get real serious, all these wins, you know, they need it, but looking at just the NBA standings, and I'll stay on the Western Conference, um, <clears throat> Minnesota's still the top dog, then you got OKC, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, and then, you know, the bottom four teams are the Suns, the Kings, the Lakers and the Warriors. So, man, I don't know. There's a lot of stars. Like, like there's a there's stars. They're not mega superstars like a ton anymore. There's the three that I talked about last week. You know, uh, LeBron, KD, and Steph. Right. Um, shout out to Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Um, but on these teams, there's some stars, and they're really pushing their teams right now. Um, that Western Conference, eventually when they hit that playoffs, is going to be a fun one to watch. In the East, we have Boston, who's kind of been the best team all year. Uh, the Cavaliers, which is wild to hear the Cavs are still kicking butt. You know, Donovan Mitchell, shout-outs. The Milwaukee Bucks, who have just, man, since Doc Rivers came in, 
all the wind came out of their sails, it feels like. Um, the Knicks, the Sixers, the Pacers, and then the bottom four is the Magic Heat, Bulls, and the Hawks right now in that playoff hunt. Um, I think it's the Celtics to win for the East. I don't know why. The East seems a little more clear to me than the West. Um, the Celtics have been on one all year. I believe they're filming. They've been filming the whole season, which to me, skeptical, right? A little skeptical. I'm a little skeptical about it. Um, because they've been filming all season, you know, when, when stuff like that happens, I, I get it. There's a good belief in the team, right? There's a good belief. Sometimes I'm like, oh, does it, excuse me, conspiracy, conspiracy hat comes on, I guess, you know, I'm like, does the NBA, you know, want one of those teams to win? Old school like team, you know, like a Celtics to win. I think last week or last episode we were talking about, you know, Jason Tatum's a guy. I said he's he's a, he's a championship away from being the NBA's next probably big star. That and a little bit of uh, charisma and his interviews and the guys that. So who knows? It might happen by the end of the season, right? But by the end of this season into the next season, we could be like Jason Tatum's our guy. We'll find out. Hopefully it's the Kings, though, right? Shout-outs to my people repping and rocking the Kings, you know? That's who we're wanting to go with this year. And um, let's talk about another good vibe. This is a fun vibe this weekend. It's Saturday, and it is free. <clears throat> it is free on ESPN+. Plus. If you have ESPN+. Plus. Um, UFC Mexico City. You know, UFC Mexico City. <sighs> They're putting out a banger of fights. Um, headlined. By uh, Brandon Moreno and Brandon Royval. This is the second time they fought. Co-main event, which arguably could be the main event. Um, I'm not super sure if it's five rounds or not. I'm hoping that they give it a five rounds. Um, but, Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega is going to be off the hook. And on the undercard, you know, they got uh, Raul Rosas Jr.'s back. You know, people love him. It'll be a fun night of fights. Um, this also... Ties into the UFC, um, they have a performance center, right? Performance Institute, excuse me, Performance Center's WWE, UFC, weird TKO branding. Um, anyways, they got one now in Mexico, and Dana White's been wanting that for years. <coughs> Sorry, Ooh, had to let that one out. Um, he's always talked about how, you know, he, he loves Mexican fighters, right? And huh, I'm Mexican, but I'm old. Anyways, um... He's always talked about, loves Mexican fighters, always wanting to put an institute there because he wants to groom. <sighs> Scratch that. 2024, the word groom. R. Kelly, you ruined it for me. Although I like some honey love still, too. You know you know what I mean, baby. Anyways, uh, yeah. He, he loves him some Mexican fighters, and he's wanting to build up, like, the next big star, you know, in Mexico if he could. And because Mexican fighters, you know, they just fight to the grit. You know, boxing, any in MMA, they've always. They don't, it sounds terrible to say they almost like fight to the death. Like they give everything they got until like they're either out or they win. And that's what he's trying to build there. And I think that's going to be great. Eventually, we're going to see even more events in Mexico. It's not till next Saturday, but it's huge. Actually, it's three weeks away. Excuse me, sorry. Two weeks from Saturday away. <laughs> UFC 299, and I just want to go over it a little bit. We'll get deeper into it, obviously, as we get closer. But, man, Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera rematch. Cheeto Vera beat him the first time. Sean O'Malley doesn't claim it, but it is what it is. He lost, 
And now they're going to main event and headline this card in Miami. And, man, I can't wait. Co-main event, which they're giving a five-round or two. Dustin Poirier versus Benoit St. Denis. And, man, shout-outs to Poirier for taking this fight. You know, Poirier is number three. Benoit is 12. <laughs> man. This dude, Benoit, is a monster. Um, I'm not making a prediction yet, but Diamond, I hope the Diamond's training. I hope he's in the zone for this fight. Kevin Holland is welcoming Michael Page, Michael Venom Page, to the UFC from Bellator. Uh, Michael Be Michael Page was a big star for Bellator. Um, even did a bare knuckle fight against Mike Perry. Um, this should be a fun fight. A very fun fight. Gilbert Burns for JDM, Jack Della, Madalena. Um, this is a big fight for JDM. Gilbert Burns is a perennial welterweight contender. If he can get the win on Gilbert, shoots him up huge. If Gilbert gets the wins, it shows Gilbert still has gas in the tank. And then we have Peter Yan and Song Yadong. Big time bantamweight fight. Basically, I feel like Peter Yan has to win. If he loses, man, he's really on the skid on his career. So he has to win. And then uh, the prelims, you know, you got some top 10 heavyweights. You know, Curtis Blades, uh, Jet Almeida, great fight. You got Macy Barber's back, Rafael Dos Anjos, and Gamrot. That's a prelim. Wow. Pedro Munoz is fighting. Uh, Michael Piera. Yeah, like it's this card's pretty off the hook. Um, UFC's doing great. That's going to be so much fun to watch. Like, I'm so stoked to see it. Um, I hope the rest of you are too. And um, another cool vibe is I watched the the big podcast with Shaq. And he had Alan Iverson on AI, man. AI was a guy I looked up to growing up. Amazing, right? He he literally was him and, and one mixtape tour with a reason I think people wanted the handles. Because Alan Iverson's crossover is amazing. The guy's 6'1". We're about almost the same height. And he was just dominating the league. Even won MVP, you know, one year. <coughs> and he was talking about how, you know, back in the day, when there was some tough defense in the NBA, a lot tougher than there is now, honestly. He averaged 33 points a game. And he said if he played in this era of basketball, he thinks that he would for sure average 43 a game. And Shaq agreed. And big-time analysts like Stephen A. Smith, who has a great relationship with Allen Iverson, Agreed. I'm not a big-time analyst. I'm going to agree. Um, if Allen Iverson played today, in today's format of NBA, Allen Iverson would average at least 43 a game. He could average probably 45 flat every game. Um, Allen Iverson was such a natural scorer. He wasn't afraid to attack the basket and with the way many defenses are now. Um, he would score quite a bit. And there's not, like, monsters like Shaq playing. You know, the NBA is a smaller league. Like, they're not as tall. Like, women, Giannis tall, but he's very thin, right? So, Bonus was backing him down last night. Um, but, yeah, uh, AI all day, I think, scoring 45 a game. Guy like Kobe would have scored 45. Jordan, for sure. <coughs> different league. Just different league, right? We said with the All-Star game, some things got to change. And for some others, you know... Other old fans, they have a hard time watching basketball now, too. Um, they just talk about how it's, like, so... Just different. <laughs> just different for them. Um, I still like it, though. I'll watch it. 
NCAA March Madness is coming up. Coming up here soon. Um, big bracket, right? The 64 teams are going to end up qualifying. I'm not the biggest college basketball guy. But I'm putting this out there right now. Should I follow along this year? And I say, should I follow along? Should I pick a team? Should I fill out a bracket? Not even knowing. Should I fill out a bracket? I'm thinking about filling out a bracket. I'm posting it and seeing what happens. Right? I'm not going to throw any bets on this because I don't know. Although I could. I could I could throw a bet on like some crazy Cinderella team. Um, but who knows? On a bubble team. Maybe I'll throw it on Eastern Kentucky or Merrimack. Grambling State. Grambling State might get my money. Who knows? Let me know. Let me know. I'm going to post about it. And then everyone uh, let me know. Should I fill out a bracket? Should I follow along this year? Should I pick a team? Let's go. Let's have some fun. And let's talk about... <clears throat> you know what? Let's stay on good vibes. I was going to move into some bad vibes. I really was. I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to move into some bad vibes. But no. Not bad vibes. Downer vibes. Okay. Not bad vibes. Downer vibes. I don't want to do that, though. Um, because I still have something cool to talk about. I think it's cool. I talked about it last week, and <clears throat> I just decided for now I'll, I'll I'll talk about it a bit. If I have to stop, I have to stop. Although I am a fan, so I might not. Is WWE Elimination Chamber airs tonight in Australia? Well, as as you're listening to this, it's already aired. Um, but. Uh, it'll be cool. There's about fifty thousand people headed to a stadium in Australia to watch it, and there's some. the The card is simple. The men's elimination chamber match. You got Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Logan Paul will be in it. That should be interesting. Prediction: Drew McIntyre. Women's Elimination Chamber is going to happen as well. You got Raquel Rodriguez, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Becky Lynch. Winner, Becky Lynch. Uh, let's see, what else do we got? We got, um, I think the match is probably going to headline the show. Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax. Rhea Ripley, this is uh, her home country. So most of the people are probably there to root for her. And I think she's going to win. Uh, tag title match, you got Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Uh, Balor and Priest win. You got the Grayson Waller effect with, uh, Cody Rhodes and World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins. I think they announce, um, I think they announce the match against the Rock and Roman Reigns. Night one WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns and The Rock. I think that happens. Maybe they also beat up Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. That's just my guess. Um, fun vibes. Good vibes over here in the Swishes, Hits, and Kicks podcast. <clears throat> but now we got to talk about some downers. Debbie Downers, right? A little Debbie Downer right now. Um, because I heard of this No Bull Tour? No Bull Tour. <sighs> Hosted by the trio of Scotty Pippen. Luke Longley, which, man, I haven't heard of that name in years. And Horace Grant. <coughs> and they're going to be talking about the 90s Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan. And 
I believe they were upset about the last dance. <laughs> and I think they believe they were portrayed negatively from the last dance documentary. And how so lovingly, supposedly, it made you know Jordan so great rather than the team as a whole. You know, before I even say any more, you know, there's 13 rings up there. Scotty has six. The rest is split between them. But I do need to say this. Guys, if it wasn't for Michael, would you have a ring? Yeah, if it wasn't for his airness himself. Would you have a ring? No, you wouldn't have a ring. Like, <coughs> oh man, they focus more on Jordan. Yeah, dude, they focused more on Jordan. Weird, weird concept. We're going to focus on arguably, for most people, the greatest basketball player. ESPN ranked him the greatest sports athlete of all time. But they focus too much on Jordan. Scotty, you got more to, more to worry about with Jordan's son than you do with him. Now, I know you, I don't even need to get into it. I don't even get into TMZ type headlines. But, like, how could, maybe because they had issues with Jordan and they're mad about it and all oh, the portrayal. Guys, you got rings. Right? And these are guys, you know, people talk about, oh, rings matter. Right? You know, they're getting more props than a Carl Malone or a Patrick Ewing, you know, um, Sean Kemp, Reggie Miller. They're getting more props than all these guys, right? Even though they have rings, they're not better than them. They're not better than Charles Barkley. None of them are. Even Scotty's not better than Charles Barkley. But you got rings, right? You got rings because of Michael. I don't even cuss on this podcast. That's the first one. You're welcome. Um, let's move on. <clears throat> uh, another thing I'm a little like, no, nah, I'm not down about, but it's like, oh man, we got to get over this one quick. Hopefully they help him out. Cause like he's not, he's just waiting. He's in limbo. And I'm talking about Justin Fields and the bears. Justin Fields is their quarterback right now, but the bears have been playing around like of what they're going to do with him. Most people assume they're going to draft Caleb Williams or trade it, but no one knows. And Justin Fields, you know, he unfollowed the team on Instagram. He's made some comments of like, you know, he wants to stay there. He wants to stay in Chicago. He loves Chicago. He loves the city, you know, but it's a business. He understands and he don't have control over it, but he does want to figure out what are we doing? Like, am I gone or am I here? And I don't blame him because he's a young guy. Like Justin Fields is a young dude. That's like, I'm, I'm tired of dealing with this stuff and I don't blame him. So, supposedly, um, the Bears are figuring out a possible trade. A lot of reports are saying even coming out of Chicago. And they might even have a deal in place. And maybe next week we'll start hearing something. Um, man, I don't know. I just We need to figure out what it is with Justin Fields. Is he going to Steelers? Is he going to another team? They need to figure out something for him. Because the sooner you figure it out for him, 
the quicker he moves on and they move on. You know, if they trade him, they, we automatically now know they're drafting a quarterback. If they keep him, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, so hopefully they figure that out. He's a great young player. I think he'd do great anywhere else. Let's see what else is kind of bugging. I'm not even down. I'm not even negative about this, but like this one to me is hilarious. And it's the new MLB uniforms from Fanatics. You know, there's already been a lot of complaints just about the, how the jerseys look. You know, the font looks weird, the stitching, all that stuff. They're, like, comparing it. Even uh, there's a guy on Instagram here locally, you know, get jerseys from and stuff. And he's even like, oh, man, these kind of these jerseys kind of suck, too. And looking at them, they're, they're pretty bad, you know. There's some people talking already that everyone hates the new jerseys, especially the pants. <laughs> you know, they're designed by Nike and manufactured by Fanatics. They're supposed to be more breathable and stretchy. But the pants are see-through. So, like, if you have an extra long jersey, you know, and they tuck in the jersey, you can see it. If they don't tuck in the jersey, there's a lot to worry about, you know. Um, and that's crazy because we're paying people $700 million in contracts. Now I know. Money's not all there right away. <laughs> Excuse me. The breakdown of the salary is all weird. But come on, we gotta have better uniforms for arguably one of the richest sports in the world. Richest leagues in the world. It's wild to me. We gotta fix that. We gotta be better baseball. And um kinda closing out this episode. Um, you know, we're vibing today, right? We're just vibing, we're relaxing, we're getting it, we're cool. Let's just talk about some current thoughts on my mind. A current thought is there was a crazy service out, outage, right? Most most cell companies were without service, you know, Verizon, AT&T, uh, T-Mobile, you know, which is crazy because here in Little Yuba City, no one, like everyone was pretty good, right? But there's a lot of people stressed out and wondering, oh man, cyber attack, uh, you know, they're saying it was actually a solar flare blocking with the satellite, this and that, and that just made me think to myself, oh man, Something happened on the internet. What would we do? And I would love to be like, man, I'm going to be like the way it was when I was a kid and didn't have phones or even a computer at home. You know, we were outside having a great time. But it's also different now that I'm an adult and I've lived, gosh, what, the last 20 years with some type of internet or more? You know, 20 years and some type of internet in my hand? Man, I don't know. It's kind of scary. It's like that movie on Netflix, right, with uh, Julie Roberts and uh, Marsha Bali, right? It's kind of scary like that. Makes you think. That That's something that's on my mind. It like, makes you think, right? Um, something else on my mind, and this is almost like they call it, some people call it like garbage TV, right? But I don't think it's garbage TV because uh, I enjoy it. Me and my wife love this show. It's like programming TV. Like this is what I am watching when it's on, when there's new episodes. Love is Blind Season 6. That's right. I'm talking to you about Love is Blind Season 6. And guess what? We are deep, deep in it. I can't wait. I'm just so... We're just addicted. We're addicted to it. Love is Blind Season 6. I'm curious what everybody else thinks. We are super deep into that. We've watched all the seasons. Um, some families into it. You know, some people are like, Oh my gosh, that's stupid TV. That's so dumb. Yeah, that's tight. Go be stuck up somewhere else. I'm having fun. 
That's exactly what I think in my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, beat it, nerd. Let's have some fun. And lastly, <clears throat> we're winding down kind of towards the end of uh, February. February is always a wild month. It's been a wild month for, or a wild month for probably the last seven years. I feel like my bank account is a Jordan meme, just like crying, like always painful. And it's so funny. Like I just, I say that all the time because like so many birthdays and things going on in February, my mom's birthday, my wife's birthday, sister-in-law's birthday, nephew's birthday, brother's birthday. Oh, Valentine's Day. Besides all the other gimmicks I have in the mail called bills. Well, online that just get taken out, right guys? And it's crazy because, like, you know, I'll still film another episode in February, but I can't kind of wait for February to be over because I'm like, yo, I, I need a break. I need a break. Chase was calling me. Hey, man, you need a break. And I'm calling him back like, yeah, guys, I know. I need a break. I need a break. Is this like some hand signal? Hang no, it's like a hang loose. See, I was like, oh, man, is this like a hand, hand signal? I feel like in 2015, that was more like a Drake signal. You used to call me on my cell phone. Lay now when you need my love. Then you're doing the hotline bling. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Oh, I know where it came from. This brain. This crazy brain. This brain that throws some rhymes and dimes and give you a shoe shine. Well, actually, no. It's 2024. I don't shine shoes. But what I do is I do this. Two times a week, giving you that swishes, hits, and kicks. Giving you that vibes, baby, because we vibing today. I'm vibing all day. All day, all night. Getting with it. Get it with it or get lost. This is swishes, hits, and kicks. See y'all later. Let's go.